Today, we're talking about making a positive impact in the world and giving back through volunteering. I'm Dr. Arnell Wright. And I'm Dr. Effie Ioannidou. Whether you're a seasoned volunteer or you're looking for opportunities to start, we've got inspiring stories today and great resources coming right up. From the American Dental Association, this is Dental Sound Bites, created for dentists by dentists. Ready? Let's dive right into real talk on dentistry's daily wins and sticky situations. Super, super excited for today. Yeah. And, you know, um, uh, two inspiring quotes that I would like to share, and I'm sure you would love them, Arnell. So one is from RBG, Ruth Bader Ginsburg. <laughs> RBG used to say that fight for the things that you care about, but do it in a way that will lead others to join you. Love that. Amazing, right? Yes, yes, yes. Everything we talk about today, it's going to resonate. And that quote is going to shine right through everything. I know. And then we <laughs> have another quote yes. to, to kind hitter. of help us start off the discussion of the day. Dr. Martin Luther King quote that everybody can be great mm-hmm. because everybody can serve. Yes. Oh, I love this so much. So in the spirit of Dr. King and on the National Day of Service that's celebrated on his birthday, today we are going to be talking about really donating our time and our talents. And I think our guest, our special, special guest today is going to talk a lot about how he does that very, very well. You're absolutely right. Today's special guest has a very powerful and a very inspirational story. So we have to welcome Dr. Rubin Sorel II. So Dr. Rubin, tell us a little bit about yourself and tell us about the work that you do. Wow, what an introduction and what an honor. What a privilege just to be a kid from the middle of nowhere in socioeconomic disadvantaged community to be here with American Dental Association with Dr. Effie and Dr. Wright. And I'm just so thankful. I'm born and raised in San Francisco. I work in community dentistry and I am the founder of Dental Robin Hood. We really want to hear all about your volunteering journey. Um, Dr. Rubin, you mentioned Dental Robin Hood. Tell us a little bit about that. Tell us how that came to be. We want to hear all about this project because it was really fascinating as I did my research. So we stand on our four pillars and which begins with our Dental Robin Hood project, which means going out into the neighborhood door to door and giving out oral health kids and information of tips and tricks to um, oral hygiene and free and reduced care to the community. Our second pillar is the Cut and Care Initiative is where we go into all the community barbershops and beauty salons and give out those same oral health kits, oh. but also information to the barbers and the beauticians of telltale signs of oral cancer. And our third is the Anomaly Program, where we take at-risk youth, youth to expose them to occupations in dentistry outside of being a dentist. So a dental office manager, dental assistant, dental hygienist, dental technician. And our final one, our newest one is our baby teeth, where we're partnering with at-home daycares to brush their teeth every seven to 14 days. Nice. How did you come up with all these ideas? Tell me a little bit more about this. This is like brilliant. (laughs) I know. Yes. Well, it's an interesting story for all of them, Mm -hmm. honestly. And sometimes the universe just opens up things to you Mm -hmm. if you stay open to it. Agreed. And so for the Anomaly Program... 
just going through my volunteer and just shadowing at different offices and knowing different people, I always found out that the dental assistants and the dental hygienists and all the support staff, they reluctantly found the oral health, which is after being at like Mm -hmm. clothing stores or after having a child, just trying to find a sustainable, respectable Mm -hmm. and a worthwhile job and I thought like why don't they do that in the opposite and I'm like well it's gonna it needs to be people like me who's gonna expose them to to that so that's how the anomaly program started so moving workshop just expose all that Mm -hmm. for the cutting care initiative I always found it interesting um, about the barber surgeons doing my history where Back, if you ever went to a barber, you seen the red, white, and blue. Yes. And you never knew what that meant, but it, um, it really means emergency. And so your barber was your dentist. And so I just thought, why don't I just give the barbers and beauticians some of those signs? Because they're in the face just as much as, as we are, probably more. Mm-hmm. And it really manifested in some beautiful because, especially in barbershops, we move the conversation from sports, misogyny, and things like that to health, betterment, hygiene, past experiences. And that's what makes life about it. And so our baby teeth, my mother has owned and operated her own at-home childcare since I was in fourth grade. So it just came to me like... This is our target population. These are the ones in need because the children that are more, that have a better shot are usually going to those facilities, those actual corporations and have those bigger established child cares. However, by and large, those socioeconomic disadvantaged Mm -hmm. uh, residents, they don't have that opportunity to afford those type of child cares. Do you know how much child cares today nowadays? Oh, God. Um, Listen, don't even get me started. (laughs) I have a six-year-old and a four-year-old. And my six-year-old, he's in first grade now. But when he went to kindergarten, we were like, oh, my gosh, we're getting a little bit of money back, you know, so that, you know, our four-year-old, we're like, I I need you to go to school right now. I yeah. need that. <laughs> Absolutely. This is like a, one of the important points and the important problems in this country. It's unacceptable mm-hmm. that, that child care is so expensive. It's insane. Yes. Oh, it's yeah. so And expensive. so that's how we um, just stood on everything from Dental Robin Hood and, and also just random uh, community outreach and just helping out at any other organization's However, mm-hmm. but if we go to our true roots and what matters to us, then it's those four programs. This is so inspiring. I cannot be, I mean, mm-hmm. so basically every other week you come up with a new idea, right? You're right, <laughs> right. You're a true right. creative. You're a Thank true you. creative. Very right? creative. You're influencer, like without even, before oh, yeah. influencing was like a really thing. <laughs> right, before it was a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, I just, I'm just happy and blessed mm-hmm. to, a lot of people and where I come from didn't make it to this age that I'm at. Yeah. Didn't make it to exceed uh, all their dreams. And so I feel lucky. I feel honored. I feel that 
my brother that lived in the same room as me eight years my senior has been in and out of the incarcerated for about the last 10 12 years and we stayed in the same room i don't think i'm any better than him and his story is no different from a lot of the people that i went to high school with middle school with and if they're even alive then it's it's a real feat to say, oh, I don't, I've never been to jail. Oh, um, this age. Oh, I, the basic necessities in life are things of pride where I come from. So I feel lucky to be in this position. I'm very curious about your story. What motivated you to, to serve the community this way? And what motivated you to go to dentistry? You woke up one day and you said, I want to be a dentist. <laughs> It's teeth. <laughs> yeah, it's teeth. <laughs> no, okay, so I was in 10th grade, but I always knew I wanted to do something to help people. But I also knew that I didn't want to depend on a corporation or somebody that could take away my livelihood whenever they saw fit or whenever budget cuts needed to happen. But I didn't know what that was. So in 10th grade, I was in a black student union meeting and UCSF faculty and students came out. And from my point of view, I'm just like, wow, like, and first off, it was respect. Like, you coming all the way out here to talk about dentistry to us and you all already in it. And even though they're still in our city, it's still like it's a whole another side of the globe to us, you know, for us to leave from our side of town, which is the southeast, to go to those other places, it it really was unfathomable. So I was just like, wow, like then the few uh, experiences I had with dentists, I always seen they were always mild mannered. They always looked good. They always were really respectful. And also they didn't necessarily deal with death. And when I was coming up even closer to now, and these are the days of MySpace. Mm -hmm. And it was basically like every other week, you see a memorial page to a teenager about how they passed on. And I was just too subjected to, to that. And so I'm like, I don't really want to go into actually being a physician because I've already seen enough death in my lifetime, but I still want to help people. Something that's really going to contribute to not only their health, but also like their mind, like a person's smile technically defines them. Like if a person have a gap, whether or not, if they're proud about that gap, it defines them in a way. And so mm -hmm. that's how I got into dentistry. What motivated me to do all of this? All right. So he's getting into it. He's like, right. all right, let's go. Right. <laughs> he's like, I'm in it. So I applied on three occasions within five years to dental school, didn't get in the first two, didn't even sniff an interview. And in between that, I got, I was in a, a dental post back that was a partnership with SF State and with uh, University of Pacific. I did that for two years. I got my master's at, in public health from H.T. Steele University. Oh, wow. And all the while, I'm doing these cookie-cutter, um, typical dental student volunteer things, and it's just not connecting. And I just sat back one day after my um, 
second final denial. You know, it's never really over until you get that last denial, but you're never really going to get that last denial <laughs> because they're not going to say anything. So <laughs> I'm just like, this ain't working. Like this, like it's not connecting. I'm just like, well, how can I make an impact in oral health even if I don't become a dentist? Like, because I, having that DDS doesn't define me and I could still make my mark. That's and true. so it was, it was with... Just like, all right, I'm going to go out, buy over 200 oral health kits. I'm going to print out this sheet and we're just going to the community. We're going to start right there. And from there manifested all the programs. And I just stay open to whatever the universe throws me. And I'm just, just glad to be a part of it. I love this. Yeah. This is so freaking good. I'm sorry. Excuse my expression, but (laughs) can we just talk about how like that is such a bootstrapping story? It's totally mindset. Like it's, you know, you went out there and you did it. You're like, okay, so I'm going to bring the table to everyone right? instead of, you know, the other way around, like waiting for something to happen. So I really love just your tenacity and your resilience. Like this, this is just such a story. So everybody listen up. This is like mindset. It's just brilliance. Like, take a page out of Dr. Rubin's book, you guys. Like, this is so good. 100%. (laughs) And you know what? The interesting thing is that you knew the community. Yeah. So you knew you had a very deep understanding of the needs of the community, right? Right. So this is where the connection happened. And I think this is so important when it happens organically from within. Yeah. Rather than the, you have the external saviors Mm -hmm. that come and do this for you, right? This is like within the community and it's like so beautiful and so it's an amazing act because people connect. I assume that Mm -hmm. people connect better with you and they are like open to be listening to you, right? I had a patient literally on Friday, same age. We went to to high school for a couple of years, the same time. And I was just like, well, how? Oh, so I walked him out. I'm like, how you feel? He was like, you know what? I actually feel like you have my best interest. I actually yeah. feel like you, you know where back. I'm coming from. Yeah, yeah. like and you understand. I actually feel like you're just not trying to treatment plan me up. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I really felt that in my heart. I'm like, wow, like that made my day. Like, thank you. You don't know what that did. I love that. So it, that, it rings true. And I've had to deal with all types of adversity. Even when I went to undergrad, I went to North Carolina and THBCU. Mm-hmm. 2009, the market hit and I wasn't, I wasn't able to, for any of my family co sign my loans, they were telling me, oh, Ruben, you might have to come back. I'm like, oh, no, I've seen so many others fail before me go out to school. And so I joined the military, did ROTC, commissioned as Mm. a second lieutenant Mm -hmm. in the army under quartermaster branch. Almost about time when I finished my contract 10 years later, it was all worth it. And I was in dental school and I was just like, wow, look, look at how that come. Like I did that out of struggle and necessity. And now it's really a foundation because I didn't have no real males in my lifetime. So it really taught me discipline. It taught me um, responsibility. It taught me that time matters. And so we we can't take that for granted. Every day matters. They say necessity is the mother of invention, right? Is that the quote? Wow. Necessity is the mother of invention. Yeah. How many quotes are we going to share today? (laughs) (laughs) Listen. I'm full of them. Right. Hey, give me some. Give me some of that ism. <laughs> we up. Okay, sorry. 
Is it still ADA? Yeah, yeah, no, it is still ADA. We, I, Dr. Effie told you, we, we kind of just like to have a little good time right here. So it's like, if you I give it, it, listen, I love it. we're here for it. <laughs> All right. So with the story that you gave us, now we understand very mm-hmm. well, I think, why you didn't volunteer in another yeah. organization, but just you just try to create your own your own group. And I think, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, it's amazing. It's a, it's a great story. And as I got further into it, I understand the history of it. We're talking American Dental Association, National Dental Association. I, I know those that have came before me and we need that connection even when we get out and start being able to make our own money, but we still need to have that community. And so that's why I'm so engaged in San Francisco Dental Society, just made the board of directors. Yay! Oh, look at you. Ow, oh, yeah. ow. The National <laughs> Dental Association this past year named me Delegate of the Year. So I'm just really like just happy to be a part of a community because somebody who's people that are really there for you with no ulterior motive, but just to, because they've been there. And so that's why I appreciate ADA so much. Nice, nice, nice. There is a rumor that uh, you want to give a special shout out to your cousins today. Why is that? Just as I said about that community, I would be nothing without mine. And that starts mm-hmm. within the home. And if you know, cousins are like your extended brothers and sisters. Right, right. Especially, I want to shout out to my cousin, Jafria. She was the first grandchild. She was the first of our generation, first college graduate. And in a time where nobody wanted to take a young kid out like me and just a second child and from a fatherless home, And she just took the time, nine years my senior, to just expose me to things, take me to step shows, take me to SF State, and take me to the movies, encourage me to go to to that event, do that thing. And she was the one who actually made our logo, um, her and her husband, for Dental Robin Hood. Oh, that's so nice. I love it. Yeah, I'm nothing without my community. And so I really praise them and I'm appreciative of them. And so that's just me. Mm-hmm. I always say I'm a one link in a grand chain and I just hope that I make it stronger. Ah. You know what I appreciate, Ruben? I really appreciate that you remember and you appreciate mm-hmm. where you come from. And I really, I think this is a quality that you you, you don't find in many people. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Right? Mm-hmm. You know, I think people reach a level and then they they literally forget where they came from. And I think this is really big. Or they get sidetracked too right. by Real their life. success. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. like there's so many distractions. Life moves so fast and it's easy to like look to the left, look to the right and just kind of keep plowing ahead and working on your own thing. But it's really, really admirable that you mentioned those who pretty much are the shoulders of giants that you stand on. So, yeah, that's so amazing. Because these are the people that really know you, right? Right. Mm-hmm. They know you from before, like Mm -hmm. from before dental school, from before volunteering. Mm -hmm. They know you from, Mm -hmm. you know, Dr. Rubin. Yeah. No, there is no Dr. Rubin there. It's like just Rubin. Come here. Exactly. I was just going to say the same thing. Like, like, get over here. So you calling me by my first name still? Are we doing that? (laughs) No. And and it's so easy, too. Like you both said, because once we get out of dental school, we have all these new 
friends that are doing all the same yeah. things as us and they're in those high rise uh, apartments and they're doing all that fun stuff and yeah. we forget where we can come from and I, you know, I'm yeah. no different. So I just really got remember where I came from. And so it's a beautiful thing to me. Yeah. You know, I this is what happens to me when I go back to Greece and uh, I'm still friends with my elementary school classmates, wow. some of my elementary wow. school classmates. Wow. And when I go in there, I really feel that, you know, these people really being you know, a chair or this or that means nothing to these people because right. these people knew me from the they moment, from the time that I was like, uh, you know, the little Effie in the block little playing Effie. on the street with, you know, whatever we were playing with. I don't know. With That's right. Stones and balls and whatever. <laughs> but it's so different. And I mm. never, ever, ever forget. That's right. So I do appreciate what you're saying. I think it's really important. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's exactly what it is. And it's just like, I think of it as I'm that example to let them know you can do whatever it is you want to do too, yep. regardless of mm -hmm. it is. And I'm that poster child of you can fail multiple times. I took the DAT four times. I had to get oh a, my gosh. I had to get a Don't waiver. Don't even get me started. <laughs> I had, I did, it took me five years to get in and... I got into two schools and that and that was all she wrote. But still, I remember in when I didn't get in on my second time, this was like 2015, from 2015 to 2017, where like everywhere I went, I was basically like a laughing stock. Like, you still doing that, bro? You still trying to be a dentist? You still yeah. doing that thing? How many times you going to get? Now, fast forward to 2023, it's never even a thought. It's never even a thing that would happen, but oh, I hold course. on to that. Like, I remember when it was a thought of like, you're an idiot. Like, why are you even doing this? Like, you failed already multiple times. And I'm just like, it's meant. Yeah. Well, some people, they if they can't see very far for themselves, it's like they can't wrap their head around like your vision and your dream too so right. it's unfortunate that people just can't see as far as you can but it's amazing that you continue to push forward and forge ahead and you know chart your own path so I think you're definitely an example for everybody that's coming behind us so right. you are so busy um, you have all these programs within Dental Robin Hood we know that the creative mind that you are that you must be working on something now so tell us what you're doing if there's anything that you want to share and like what you're planning on next what can we expect from you mm, more life more everything okay right now as of august 2023 dinner robin hood was awarded its first contract with san francisco department of public health Yay. wow and good that for was, you well done thank nice. you that was to be over District 10, which is the district that I'm from, southeast uh, part of the city, for the Children's Oral Health Task Force. And so it's up to us to gather these different groups and organizations to tackle caries for our children. I'm taking it as a personal mission to control caries in my community, my district. So that's one thing that we're just starting now. And having our first actual meeting, our first everything starting January 11th. So wait, what does the contract consist of? Are you able to disclose that? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, okay. There's this thing called Cavity Free SF. So that's just like a big grant initiative that's been going on for about six years now. Mm -hmm. And so from there, they get the money from a soda 
soda distributor tax. And so that funds a lot of um, health programs, and one of them are the Oral Health Task Force. So there's one in Chinatown, there's one in the Mission where it's predominantly Hispanic, and there's us in District 10, which is predominantly African-American. They've been doing it for five years, now going on six, and I used to be chair of the program, but at the time, the organization I was over didn't mirror the actual uh, community, and they didn't really have the want to continue it after the first five-year series of contract went on. So they just said, hey, why doesn't Dinner Robin do it? You, we're already doing all your programs anyway, so why not Yay. do it? So yeah. it was just basically, Talk about yeah. right time, right place, right. like being yeah. ready yeah. and not having to get ready. Like, hey, talk about ready. that. Like, that's amazing. Yeah, stay ready. Yeah, so that happened and I'm super excited to actually... I'm taking it as like, I'm going to make a real difference in these next two to three years on our children's oral health. And so that's one thing. That's a big thing. That's a major thing. That's a huge thing. And as thing. I said earlier about um, our baby chief, which is also going to be in that, I'm just looking to go to door to door, basically to every in-home daycare that we have, starting with my own, with my mother's, to make sure our children's teeth mm -hmm. are healthy. And that's the way, so they can start school and get through school without having it's not a norm for a child to have silver teeth all around. And that's what we think is, and at least in my community, like, oh, that's just like a part of life. And it's really not. Oh, yeah. And so yeah, it's like, no. Uh, right. So that, so I want to make that a part of it. And I hope to, this is a shameless plug, to uh, my, my own podcast, My Daily Report Card, which focuses on consistency and everything, every day that you do matters something. And it's really revolved on, did you, mm -hmm. were you physically active today? Did you read today? Uh, what mm -hmm. was a success to you? Mm -hmm. What made you smile today? And so we, uh, over 500 episodes started about three years ago. Oh, wow. And, and that's continuous. We just keep on going. We'll be loading up one tonight as well. Oh, nice. We'll be back. You can help more patients pay for the dentistry they want and need in just two steps. One, tell your patients you accept the Care Credit credit card. Two, let them know that they can scan your custom link QR code to privately learn about and see if they pre-qualify for Care Credit with no impact to their credit score. It's financing simplified. For practice solutions or to add Care Credit endorsed by ADA member Advantage as a financing solution, visit carecredit.com. Get up and get moving with ClassPass. ADA members will save 15% on credit packages you can use at top studios and gyms across the country, including SoulCycle, Core Power Yoga, F45, and Pure Bar. There are also on-demand audio and video workouts that include strength training, cardio, stretching, meditation, and more. Visit ada.org cp to learn more. There are so many ways to give back to the community and volunteer. Like Dr. Rubin, for example, you can start something in your own community. However, there are other ways. You can choose to go internationally and volunteer 
in another country and find other communities that need your skills and your talents. This is what our friends Dr. Stephanie Ganter and Bob McNeil did recently, and they spoke about this with us in our podcast last season. So they traveled to Poland on a humanitarian mission to bring health services to Ukrainian refugees. And, you know, it's really, really an amazing experience. So take a listen to their notes from the field. Hi guys, I'm Steffi Steff, and this, this is Bobby. Bobby. Hey there guys, we are on location. This is our last day in location in Poland. What is this mission about? This mission is about helping others. And this is a Ukraine mission. We're here to provide dental care with a bunch of other dentists, non-dentists, pre-dental students. And it's through the International Medical Relief Organization. We just want to help. When I graduated from college, going into dental school, I wanted to help people. I know it sounds cliche, but I really feel like I am finally getting a chance to help people. I am here because I want to be I want to be helpful. I want to serve. I'm an oral maxillofacial surgeon and being able to come to a different country, meet people that I've never met before and and frankly serve people that I never knew, hear their stories. The blessing with dentistry is that we can take someone who can't sleep, they can't eat because they are having pain in their mouth and we can fix that. We come in and we can solve a problem and that's a blessing of dentistry. That's an awesome part of dentistry. There's no exchange of money here other than giving of my time and my services, and I've never felt more one with a community than this. There's no amount of money that you can give me to replace the feeling I get when I see a patient so grateful that I did something so simple for them, such as either put fluoride on their teeth or take out a tooth. I think when I do mission work, I always get help more than others get helped. And I had a lot of hugs from people from various parts of Ukraine after we we were able to relieve their pain. And I know we helped them by the looks on their faces and the gifts. They gave us chocolates, they gave us cookies, they prayed for our well-being. But I received a lot from this. And I think with dentistry, it's very easy to get burned out. And this gave me a different look on the abilities that we have as dentists. We are so lucky to be able to do what we do and serve other people. And this just adds a different element to it. That was so spot on. I love the part in particular where they talk about how volunteering and giving up your time and just being of service to others, it it pretty much renders more to you than it does oftentimes to the person on the receiving end. What would you say about that, Dr. Rubin? For me, especially being a person, even going through dental school and being in those events, not even knowing if I was going to graduate, it really meant so much to just give back and to... Even if I was just standing there just handing materials, it was good to just be an inspiration and just to the little children that were there to let them know, like, hey, well, he looks like me, too. Yeah. Like, and so it's it's everything. They have amazing stories. I really like the point that Steffi made about this is not transactional. This is just service to the community in need. And it's beautiful. Yeah. Another great way to get involved is through national events and organizations like Give Kids a Smile. Since 2003, Give Kids a Smile, it has provided free oral health services and education to more than 7 million 
underserved children. Wow. Seven million, you guys. Wow. Seven million. That is a lot wow. of people. And and the way that this organization has provided these services is through thousands of events nationwide. Let's take a listen to Dr. Jeffrey Dalen, a founder of this event. He's going to tell us about its impact. The whole idea is just getting access for dental care for, for children who have no access. At first, it started as uh, families might call this 800 number and say, we need help. We, we lost our insurance. We don't have access. I could call up and say, how about assigning me a couple families this month? And I would take care of the entire family. Four months later, we put on our very first clinic. We saw in two days, 325 children. Wow. And we did comprehensive dentistry on every child. It was wonderful. It was fun, rewarding. And therefore, Give Kids a Smile was born right then and there. And I thought, everybody can do this around the country. Yeah. And called the American Dental Association. And within a couple months, they adopted it as their national dental children's access program. And the rest is history. We have stories all the time. We get letters. We get thank you notes. My favorite still all time is it was a middle school girl. We got the letter afterwards that said she had been a, a big trouble child all the time in school. Got in fights with other kids, was in the principal's office all the time, came to school disheveled, didn't look good, didn't, didn't take care of herself. She came to one of our clinics and apparently she needed a lot of work and we ended up doing, I think, a root canal, maybe an extraction, some fillings. Starting that next Monday, two days later, or three days later, she showed up like a, the perfect child, put together well, never got in trouble again, studied well, did well in school. And the guidance counselor at the school wrote us and said that she was in pain constantly and nobody was addressing it. We made her pain go away and she totally became a new child. So you just think of stories like that and you just can't help but volunteer and work and and give back. So just to think that millions and millions of kids have been seen just because we came up with this idea to have this Give Kids a Smile clinic, I don't even know what to say. It's, it's just, it's unbelievable. We have very specific skills that nobody else in the world can do. We should be able to use our skills to deliver dental care to those who have no access to dental care. So my message to everybody here, if you've worked in a Give Kids a Smile program, I want to thank you. And if you've never done it, Try it. Once you do it once, you're, you're hooked. That's all I can say. You, you just, you know what you're doing for these kids. Yeah. In 2023, there were 1,265 Give Kids a Smile events across 50 states. Hey, including the district, by the way. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> so the District of Columbia and uh, 39 of the 55 percent of the uh, U.S. dental schools participated and led uh, Give Kids a Smile events. We're going to try to get it to 100 percent. How about that? Yeah, <laughs> I love that. Reach for the stars. If you land on the moon, that's OK. <laughs> Absolutely. So. If you are interested in helping with and setting up a Give Kids a Smile event in your area, then look for the link in our show notes. And I think it's a great opportunity together with Dr. Rubin's ideas, but this is a national opportunity and I think it's really very important. Mm -hmm. I personally have so many good experiences with Give Kids a Smile at UCSF and mm. just being from a student to a dentist in all facets and it's just a wonderful, beautiful program and I hope all the dental schools get involved with it too. Yes. On the next Dental Sound Bites. Are you feeling frustrated about contracts and fees? Don't know how to break up with your provider? 
We're bringing in experts with tips to help you become a pro at negotiating. This was a very, very nice experience to meet you, Ruben, and, and share the, the stories and your, yeah. uh, your history in San Francisco. And you have to take me on a tour, by the way. Let's go. I'm fourth generation. Let's I'll show do you it. places. <laughs> Let's go. Show me places. Hey, say less. Aw, you guys are having fun. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. I know I have going to have to take Coast. her for a second. <laughs> yes. East Coast, West Coast That's love. Right. That's What's right. up? That's right. <laughs> Thank you so much for making the time to to be with us. Of course. You're so busy. You're doing so many incredibly important things. So Mm -hmm. this is an honor for us to have you here, to share your stories and all these amazing things that you're doing in the community. It's great. Yeah. And Dr. Rubin, why don't you tell all of our listeners how they can find you, how they can find out more about you and Dental Robin Hood and all of the amazing things that you're doing with your work? Wow. And just the pleasure was all mine. It was really an honor. And just to know where I come from and to be on a stage with you two is really mind blowing. (laughs) And I I make it easy for people. So I got a link tree is smile for lifers. You're going to see it in the notes It's basically going to lead you to all my links. Dental Robin Hood is going to take you to my also my personal Instagram RS2 DDS. We got the My Daily Report Card podcast. We got playlists. And it's like I remember in like I heard a Nipsey Hussle interview and he said that his sometime the music back then in the previous generations you could live by you could take those lyrics and live by and that's what I want um, uh, the brand of Dinner Robin Hood to be you can come to this brand you can come to that link tree and even if you don't have a father even if you don't have a mother you can live by this so wonderful that's beautiful so wonderful yeah So if you are interested in doing volunteer work or you want more details about the stories you have heard in this episode, we will have all the resources and information linked for you in the show notes on ada.org slash podcast. And if you like this episode, share it with a friend. Then be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you are listening so you can get the latest episodes. And you can also rate it, write a review or follow us on social media. And don't forget, the conversation continues on the ADA member app. Catch all the exclusive bonus content and everything you didn't hear in the show. Yes. And bye. goodbye. Bye. <laughs> Thank you for joining us. Dental Soundbites is an American Dental Association podcast. You can also find this show, resources, and more on the ADA member app and online at ada.org slash podcast.